Presence family, welcome back to the Let's Get Lit podcast, where together we are redefining how we get lit by living your truth. I'm your host, Zoe Ostry, and this week we've got a great conversation coming. Before we begin, I just want to take a moment to let you know that you are so close. You're, in fact, closer than you've ever been to achieving your goal. And it's a product of your consistency and your discipline and your perseverance. And I'm so, so proud of you. I know it can get so difficult to keep going, but let this serve as a reminder and an affirmation that you are on the right path. All right now, beautiful people, how is everyone feeling in this week? I am feeling so present, so grounded, and so grateful. I am 30 weeks pregnant, y'all. The end of the journey is really coming in fast, and I'm just so excited to meet my seed, so excited to know them in the physical, and it's just such a beautiful and blissful time. I'm six weeks away, pretty much, from... Uh, being full term. And I am always amazed at how quickly this journey has gone by and how much growth has transpired. But let's talk about what we're going to talk about this week, because we're going to talk. This week, we're going to talk about solitude and the power that it has. The power of being alone, but not lonely. I don't know if this is a product of maturing, of acquiring more experience over these years, but I absolutely enjoy and require my solitude. And that's such a big shift for me because I used to be a person who was codependent. I didn't even realize how codependent I was and how much I feared being still, the stillness that comes along with the solitude. I always found myself filling the space and time with other people, other things, in order to distract my mind. And over these last few months especially, and over this past year, I've really just prioritized my peace and and sitting with myself and finding the joy of being in my own company. I really feel like a lot of us don't enjoy solitude because we don't like to be with ourselves, you know, and I get that. Um, I haven't always liked the person that I am. And, you know, when you're in a space by yourself, you have to sit with that person. The person who has actually caused you the most pain is you um, because of what you've accepted and what you've allowed. And sometimes just sitting in that stillness, even if that's not the most present and uh, forefront thought. It's a reality that we all have experienced. And yeah, so I'm just, I just, there's been a big shift, y'all. And I do think that a lot of it has to do with my pregnancy and just protecting the energy that I'm around as as I'm carrying a seed. Um, But also just growth, just growth within myself. Um, Growth after um, painful experiences with uh, people it just caused me to become more dependent on myself, to lean on myself and to learn myself more, deeper, more intimately. 
and to start viewing my solitude not as isolation because I feel like that has this negative connotation where isolation feels like you can't be around anybody else whereas solitude it's like a choice it's like a choice to sit with yourself um and just reflect and just be um and just be still and there's so much power within that community is absolutely important it is the most important thing to me um, is having a strong foundation of like-minded individuals around me amplifying my own energy it is um it's been the most helpful the most um grounding on this journey of self-discovery and so i hold community to such high regard but in my solitude i've come to realize that you cannot expect people to uh learn who you are if you haven't learned yourself you cannot teach them who you are if you have not learned yourself and it's so important to know yourself on an intimate level and that requires you to sit with yourself much like you would anybody else like a friend have those conversations um, really dive deep into the inner workings of your mind um, and have that dialogue that dialogue is so important and I find that it's really important even to say it out loud. I know people will be looking at people strange when they're talking to themselves like, are you good? What you doing? But it's so important. You know, I'm like, you have to give to yourself the same that you expect from others. And I don't think we always realize how deep that goes. That includes the conversations that we have with other people, you know. Um, and it's so important to start that uh, intentional dialogue and that understanding through yourself to talk to yourself to hear your voice out loud communicating back to you that's been such a, a beautiful part of this journey of solitude that I've discovered is the power of the frequency of my voice of speaking things into existence not just in thought not keeping it in my mind's mind but actually emitting it out ac actually acknowledging the thoughts the ideas the goals the aspirations the things that are existing in that realm it's so important to bring them outward and ex to speak them it's another reason why I love doing this podcast because it is actually allowing me to have this dialogue yes with you all but absolutely with myself as well and it helps me navigate this um this space of thought and really kind of break down just what I'm thinking and the things that I'm feeling and really just observe them from an external perspective is such a beautiful and powerful thing You know how we've heard you can't be good with anyone else until you're good with yourself? Man, is that facts. It is absolutely true. Because what happens as a result, if you are not okay with yourself, is again that codependent bond where you are placing your peace or looking for a part of yourself or a validation of yourself through another person. And as I'm sure we've as I'm sure we've all experienced people are not always constant we often are flowing with what we feel people change situations change and it, it could just happen in a 
inspired moment just so quickly, right? And so to put your the essence of your being in the hands of another, to give them that responsibility, it's not fair. And it also takes away the power that you have to hold that space for yourself. Holding space for yourself, y'all, hmm, it's so important. It's also, it can be very difficult um, when you aren't really sure how to have that dialogue with yourself. It can be hard to be that rock for yourself to help you navigate through thoughts and emotions and things of that nature, experiences that you might have had. But being that grounding force in your own life, I'm telling you, I know it's a little redundant, but it's got so much power. You know, we come into this world alone, kind of. You know, we have our our parents and stuff and our mother who is there to bear us. We come into this world alone. We often leave alone. And I don't say that negatively. I feel like oftentimes we hear that phrase and it's kind of got this negative cloak around it. Like, I don't need nobody. Right? But it kind of just reinforces for me um, the importance of finding that peace within yourself. No one could ever know you the way that you know yourself. No one can ever, ever understand and I, again, I talked about this, I think, last week, but I don't say that negatively. I say that with understanding, overstanding, that people can relate, but they'll never understand the inner workings of your mind, the intricacies of who you are, all that you've experienced. That is your personal journey. So people cannot understand. And when we, sometimes we get frustrated because of that lack of understanding, but we could give that to ourselves by diving in deep by sitting with ourselves and really just discovering who it is that we are. This is the Let's Get Lit podcast, where we're redefining how we get lit. Because getting lit was such a big aspect of my early 20s. It was such a big aspect of my experience. And it was also an escape. It was an escape from myself. It was an escape from feeling the things that I felt and the thoughts that I had, even the goals that I aspired to achieve. It was an escape from observing that the connections around me were not beneficial. It was an escape. And how we get lit here is different in that it requires you to sit with yourself because it's about living your truth. And to live your truth, you must know your truth. You must revisit it. You must reflect on it. And I'm just so grateful to see this integrated in so many different ways. And it ties back into solitude because I can't emphasize how important it is to find that peace within yourself. Until you do, you will be looking to others to give you that peace. The peace that exists within you. That you've blocked or that you've filled in the space with other things, other people, other substances, other things that are outside of yourself. I know the journey can be interesting in that a lot of the times when we are alone, it does feel lonely. Because if you're not accustomed to sitting with yourself, 
you're not really sure how to be still. That's such a big thing I'm still observing is that my mind is constantly going and as a result, so am I. It can be difficult to just be present, to not have to be actively doing anything. Um, and I see this reflected in my daughter because she's a little busybody. She's always doing something, always moving and things of that nature. And as if you have children, you, you come to know that they are reflections of you in, the, in, in its entirety. They're little sponges just showing you right back to yourself. And so as frustrated as I do get at sometimes seeing her not be still, I, it causes me to look at myself and wonder where that extends from. And I realize that there's a lot of times where I'm feeling in the space where I can just have that opportunity to sit and and just sit. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm, I'm doing something else, you know, or I'm telling myself that I have to be doing something else or I'm feeling guilty for just sitting. We are human beings, human beings, and to be requires no action. A lot of what is called of us today in this society, in the communities that we reside in, is a lot of action, it is a lot of doing, and we equate doing to our wholeness and feeling as though we fulfilled our purpose here. But returning to simplicity is so important because you see that being is all we needed to do and all we needed to be. Look at how your body functions, how it is without any thought or action. It just does, it just breathes, it just digests, your heart just beats. You just do these things. A lot of times we can't appreciate that because of the way that we live life, but that's our purpose right there, it's simple. Reminding ourselves who we are simply by saying you are a human being kind of helps you sit back into that space of a peaceful nothingness where you don't have to do anything, where nothing is called of you to do, where you can just simply be still and enjoy the peace that comes of you. A part of being alone and in solitude is the opportunity to learn what encourages the best aspects of who you are, and it helps you to reevaluate the relationships that you already have and sustain. And it's so important for you to pay attention to how you feel around people, because that will communicate the grounds of what your relationship is, whether it is built on solid foundation or if it's a superficial egoic connection you are the company you keep we've heard that before I feel like our parents told us that as we were growing up and we're like yeah whatever okay but as I'm getting older god dang these cliches they have so much truth within them and sometimes I feel like they get overlooked because we hear them all the time but you are the company you keep we are reflections of one another. So you will see attribute, attributes of yourself exhibited through another. Or perhaps you will see the things that you do not like. And even still, sometimes we'll still hang around people who do things that we do not like because that aspect of self does exist within us. Being alone and in your solitude helps you observe those things better. 
now for me, um, because I've been really like hermit mode down pat, when I'm around people that aren't reflecting me in the space or light that I am, that aren't encouraging the best aspects of myself, it's very obvious. It's very draining. And I don't enjoy it. You know, I pay attention to how I feel, how I respond, how I react. Um, if it causes me to regress in certain aspects of my life and how I do respond and react, all these things become so much more apparent because I've actually sat with myself to know what those things look like, how those things feel. Again, I'm just so grateful for that because now I'm nurturing connections, bonds with people who really reciprocate my energy and who elevate my energy, who encourage the best aspects of myself. That's just so important in this journey is to be around energies of like-minded individuals, not to limit yourself from experiencing other energies, but to really just, again, enforce who you are. Because that's such, um, because that's what we're all here to do, is to live a life of authenticity, to live the most authentic lives that we can live. And being around people who don't encourage that feeds that imposter syndrome and that doubt that may exist within our minds. Because it, it, it does exist for many of us, you know. Um, you can absolutely believe in yourself 100%, just like me, and still have that voice that comes in sometimes. It's like, eh, can you do that? Will you be able to do that? Are you going to do that? And it's like, dang, you little annoying mosquito. Hop up out my ear. Dang, I'm trying. I'm, 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 I'm doing don't don't come up in here interrupting what I got going on over here. But it <laughs> but it does it does exist within us and um it's so important to observe like who's catering to that voice. Um because those doubts and those fears do exist and they exist with reason. Uh, you're supposed to find the fuel within them to push past it, but you know, you can have people around you who are amplifying that aspect of self. So sitting with yourself helps you know who those people are. Y'all, I don't know if it's the coffee. I didn't have like a lot of coffee. Don't, don't, please, please don't judge me. I had some, I get, I have decaf tea. Um, and I put a little bit of like half a, half a tablespoon of coffee in it because like, I really like that flavor to start my day. So it's like, it's really not a lot of caffeine, right? I don't know why I'm explaining myself to you. Like I'm going to like, <laughs> like I'm not going to do what the fuck I want, but I don't know. I feel like this conversation is somewhat all over the place. <laughs> and I've got such a little crazy amount of energy. But honestly, y'all, I just wanted to have that conversation. Solitude is something that I've really been sitting with so much. Something that I've really been appreciating. And one of the greatest lessons that I've observed in my life right now. And I'm super grateful to be in a space where I really appreciate my own company. Because for so long, I existed in a space where... I didn't like to sit with myself. And as a result, I clung to relationships that were not healthy for me or my judgment was clouded about the people who are, were surrounding me and what they were encouraging of me. And I wasn't sure of that um, because I wasn't sure of myself. But now I am because I have, because I do and because I enjoy it. I really enjoy me. And I've, I am more myself than I've ever been because I've sat with myself. I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I don't have to 
bring myself down or box myself in or limit myself in any way I can I have the freedom to be exactly who I am without reservation without judgment and just enjoy that that is an aspect of myself that all of these aspects of who I am exist within me and I appreciate and I love them all even the aspects that I used to reject that I used to not always understand understand overstand that I would just feel like I'm less than because I experienced them like my like the the moments of sadness or depression or frustration or rage these things that I've sat with for a long time over the course of my life I always used to resist these expressions within myself because I didn't really sit with it and now that I'm learning I'm still learning how to do this I just have so much more appreciation for who Zoe is me I love myself you know and that is such a powerful uh, frequency to admit It's such a powerful statement. I love myself, you know, and for me, I think of like myself, like the person that you've created outside of you, you know, like the who is the my, who is the holder of the my, we're that person for real, but we created this self. And then I think of cell and I think of cells, (laughs) right? And our body is comprised of cells. And so when I say I love myself. I don't even just mean egoically. I mean on a chromosomal DNA, deep ass kind of way where like like a microcosmic, is that a word? Because it feels like a word. In that kind of way, I love myself. I appreciate myself. I'm grateful to be who I am. I'm grateful for all the things that I've experienced that have built up this person that I am. I'm grateful to be learning more and more who I am. I'm grateful for the connections that I'm creating and sustaining that reflect to me the essence of who I am. And it feels really good. And it all has come from me simply sitting with myself and learning how to love me again, not through the lens of another, but truly through myself. And I just want to reinforce in us the power that that has because when you do that, can't nothing get in your way. You're unstoppable. Just as you are infinite and limitless, that becomes your potential simply by aligning yourself (laughs) with the authenticity of who you are. Thank you so much for joining me here today as we talk about solitude and the power of being alone but not lonely. I'm so grateful. I really am experiencing this unfolding of myself as I continue to share and I'm noticing it um, as I'm sharing with you all my comfortability within myself to express more as I naturally do. I find that I'm more animated and I'm not under this cloak and not that it's a cloak, but there's just an aspect of myself where I'm not, where I'm more like, you know, just more like the grounded conversation where I'm just more, you know, and um, because I am, am embracing myself more, I'm, I'm showing you guys more who it is that I am. And I'm so grateful. And again, this comes from, the dialogue that we're having, this intentional conversation, not only that I have with you, but in turn that I'm having with myself. So I want to thank you 
for your presence, your energy, and the opportunity to share with you, to share myself with you, to share the authenticity of who I am with you, as we are encouraging each other to do that for ourselves. It is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful that you're here. There is no such thing as coincidence. So please take a moment to acknowledge the things that come forth and the things that resonate within you. So you can just trust that you are led to that for a reason. With that being said, thank you so much for joining me here on the Let's Get Lit podcast, where together we are redefining how we get lit by living your truth. I'm your host, Zoe Ostry, and I cannot wait until our next intentional conversation. Peace.